Namaste everyone. You're now listening to our podcast Vichar with Moon and Harshi. Hey Harshi. Hey Moon. So we're back again and this time we're doing a deep dive of a movie. So this time uh, it is a movie called Tune in for Love. Uh, which is a korean movie it's a slow burn melodramatic romance movie that we came across on netflix and we are going to you know speak a little in detail about what we liked and disliked about this movie yeah so uh, since uh, beginnings uh, are a crucial part of this movie and in general in life uh, why don't we start with how you chanced upon this movie okay so i'll tell you how i watched this series called goblin which is available on netflix and there's kim goon and gong yu but there was a special appearance by jung hae right and he oh, he is oh like kim goon's childhood crush and it's just a very small cameo appearance and uh, they were like damn cute and a few uh, months after i watched goblin i chanced upon this movie uh, tune and for love and i was like okay uh, uh, mind you i had added this movie to my watch list but i did not watch it for like the past two years i kept postponing oh my it. god yes yeah. no kidding and uh, because uh, i read like a plot summary of it and it spoke of like you know lovers meeting over uh, a very long time period but they don't end up together each time they meet some you know fate has something for their entire romance yeah. plot so i was like nahi yaar like i don't want to watch like a sad ending movie and it had like a very retro vibe and uh, in the past few years i wasn't really like digging it like it wasn't my first choice always kept postponing it last month i was like let's give it a try i uh, and wow i mean again me being one stupid procrastinator i should have watched this movie long long back but uh, this time again there was a uh, more motivation to pick this movie because i had watched jung hae being like an adorable boyfriend in <laughs> one spring night and uh, <laughs> I can take full credit for that. I think. Yes, <laughs> so I think yes. just because of me, you watched this movie also. Yes. Because you, yes, you yes. were for the longest time. I remember uh, that I've been pushing you to watch Jung Hae's content, and uh, yes. even like one spring night took you a lot of time uh, to finally, you know, go and watch it and consume that content. But yeah, so uh, my own journey with this is very special because uh, I remember. I mean, I watched this quite early. This came out in 2019, yeah. and uh, this is probably one of the you know, like very few. I have not watched a lot of Korean movies. Probably one of the very few Korean movies that I watched and I liked the lot. And uh, uh, so yeah, Kim Go Eun and Jung Hae Eun. And um, I was because I'm a huge Jung Hae Eun fan. And immediately I was very you know when I saw it on Netflix and it I did not even know that it's a movie. So it came in my recommendations on Netflix. and i thought this is a drama and i had actually uh, watched uh, tkem uh, the king of the monarch hmm. in which kim goon is the main female lead yeah uh, and i thought uh, that uh, she was good i liked her in uh, tkem and i thought that why not and obviously jung hae so i had to watch it <laughs> and yeah the retro vibe and uh, the poster and they all look very cute together in the you know in the netflix poster and uh, yeah it's a special movie and uh, again so it's a movie which talks about uh, 
like you know mistiming in a way of a couple yeah. uh, it spans a love story across a decade in fact yeah. it's a very retro movie because the movie starts in 94 and then ends in 2004 yeah. so like 10 years which is uh, like <laughs> in current time it's super mod- uh, super old and it's very nostalgic so it's mm. very uh, like the way they have portrayed uh, elements of nostalgia and how time changes are shown in the movie it's beautiful and uh, yeah i mean uh, we both fell in love with it <laughs> i i guess we we're, we're doing a deep dive <laughs> one step closer to you know uh, being jung hae's best boyfriend club president now because absolutely <laughs> you know this guy is so i mean more than him being beautiful he looks so genuinely the character that he plays yeah yeah he he looks like hunmu and you know like it's it's uh, great i think since since you spoken about it that is that is the best part about jung hae in that whatever character he plays i mean i know this is not a jung hae in episode but because <laughs> <laughs> we are speaking about his movie uh his main uh, like acting uh, ability to just become that character and so nicely so like if he's a younger brother he will be your younger brother i mean in something yes. in the rain he's that younger brother and and he's awesome if you watch uh, say one spring night he's a dad he's a you yeah, know real dad he is believing and, and you totally dad. yeah you totally believe that he is that that was his father that baby's father right yeah In fact, Kim Go Hoon also has been like very like she is her character Kim Misu in this movie. Very, very, yeah, very convincing. Because my yeah. experience with watching Kim Go Hoon before this was like I watched her in uh, the Goblin, of course, and I had also yeah. watched her with Cheese in the Trap. I not watched it. Yeah, so basically that's also like a very uh, kind of a dark uh, series. And I had also watched her in the King Eternal Monarch. so i have right. seen her doing like very different roles and uh, this yeah i wouldn't call it like a breath of fresh air but because her her character is definitely not a breath of fresh air she is just like another girl and uh, another another next door girlfriend yeah basically. like she wasn't she did not have that main character energy but still she was the main character of this entire story because but she has uh, portrayed the character uh, and there have been like flashes of brilliance while she portrays the emotions of miso yes uh, the girl right and another thing is that in korean uh, movies or korean dramas there is there are a lot of times where the male uh, actor is amazingly brilliant mm-hmm. while the female lead falls flat yeah right like when it comes to chemistry and specifically because it's a romance mm. you need to have that blazing chemistry to get it going for you right that is something that kim miso uh, that uh, kim goon managed as miso because jung hae has intense levels of you know uh, he's an intense guy <laughs> you need to be able to match that kind of emotion and only then uh, you know you are like equal parts uh, playing a couple yeah yeah that's when the chemistry team. hits right yeah. and none of them brought that uh, the superstar or the celebrity thing to oh no no it, it was like a very it wasn't yeah, yeah. like a jung hyun or like a kim goon playing like little roles they were just them no no they were miso and honua yeah yeah, yeah correct Honu, it was yeah. just beautiful right so also right. uh, what i really appreciate about the entire plot line is that 
very beautifully they have captured the transition from 94 to 2000 uh, like it's not just the technological ad- or advancement that were happening across the world not only in korea basically that was right. captured so beautifully in this entire movie like though there were a few nostalgic elements to the part in the 90s you know but as as and when they progressed into the 2000 i could totally remember living that time before like the 2000s yeah. the 90s was like the nostalgia element yeah they show uh, so there's a scene right where they show that she's logging into windows 95 and then then you have the windows uh, beginning yeah. theme music uh, coming on uh, you know and you hear it and then and then that uh, you know first time chatting with someone or sending an email yeah. setting the password as your as a number which is like you know probably your house key or house number or whatever yes yes that is uh, that is very nostalgic and from also the pager to uh, uh, the mobile phones and uh, that advancement phone. exactly it, it was yeah. and even in fact in terms of the culture that kind of uh, evolved right they showed right. how the imf crisis they, she had to like go finding jobs and she had to work in a factory despite being an uh, a literature graduate she had to find mm. like meager jobs before she started doing uh, what she loved uh, being an editor exactly and yes. uh, that transition also i really love also when they were talking about transitions they have captured it very beautifully because they show uh, the whenever there is a transitioning transition happening uh, there is a sketch of korean landscape that comes on screen and then it beautifully transforms huh. into reality yes yes right Plays into so the that real that uh, yeah that is beautifully again captured and uh, that shift is very vivid uh, vividly captured there yeah and uh, it's beautifully shown. so also basically why while we are, have been like raving about how cute this movie is and all of that i just wanted to mention why we are implying on that bit is because while uh, both of us had read like a few reviews b- before watching the movie it sounded very like dull or depressing or yes. it gave an impression of it might not have a beautiful ending uh, as opposed to right. how the movie actually is i mean we definitely would have to agree to a fact that yes it is a slow burn romance it the, sometimes the pace of the story gets a little slow but it is intentionally kept that way also like not not only about the pace but uh, i also read certain reviews which uh, spoke about it being a very normal story mm. and like it's obviously it's nothing new it's a very plot. normal story actually uh, yeah yeah it's a very normal but it's so relatable and i mean the beauty of the movie is in simple lines becoming huge impactful dialogues uh, obviously you're talking about the, we've spoken about the chemistry between the two leads and the way uh, there are moments in the movie where it's so melancholic that you know it's too close to home yes like it's too close to your real life and then and then you also have that uh, hope playing in the background in the form of that radio show which is repetitive every day and and how that radio shows plays an important part in their you know in their entire story and uh, i mean uh, it's nothing new but it's uh very uh, beautifully you know uh, how they capture the ordinary life how it's a it's a very normal story but the way they've showed it uh, 
I mean, it hit a chord somewhere, and obviously the music along with it, and and because I think we both like slow romances, we got hooked to it. And also yeah. another way. important factor into us really inclining towards this movie on a positive side is that hmm. for the uh, for the lack of such clean romance stories in the past few years be it in any language i mean at least i haven't come across at such a very innocent nice clean Yeah, romantic yeah. story. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. not a rom com, so there are there aren't elements yes. of comedy put into it just to make it like lively yes. and bubbly. It is yeah. just another love story. It's a love story, but it isn't tragic as well. It's just yeah. another love story that you would come across in your real life. It could be yours. It could be your friends. It could be your family members. Yeah, it's, okay. it's just one of that, or it could be any other person's right. and. you know just yeah. them uh, living through this 10 years and finding love and having so much of patience to hold on to that love oh yes is just beautiful yes. and i'm sure like i mean uh, after watching most of the k dramas we are all like you know i wish i chance of cross a chey ball who falls in love with me or if you know i wish there is like a sports star who sees the clumsy me and falls in love with me or things like that but a tune in for love is a a love story that you cannot gen i mean you cannot wish for in this age of technology but it is very authentic we know that that, that there have been love stories like that that have played out in your life if this story would had would have been based in like say in that 10 year span of 2010 yeah. yes. to say like a 2020 I don't think yeah, yeah. maybe the technology lack of technology also kind it's of it's a boon yeah. it's a boon for <laughs> the couple right so that is why it's, yeah. it's a like it it plays a lot of nostalgia because we can't really imagine a world now like that so i mean you know that's a plot that's a plot yeah. point this <laughs> so yeah. will not play out okay so let's talk about the cast uh, uh, it's a pretty fairly small cast and uh, uh, mm. the major uh, characters jung hae Uh, he's a male lead. He plays the character of Junoo, who Junoo, Junoo. Sorry, yeah. He she calls him Junoo. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. She calls keeps she calls him Junoo. Yeah. Right. And uh, and Kim Goon uh, is the male lead, uh, and he plays the character of Misu. Right. Uh, and then hmm. there's the third character. Uh, she uh, is uh, Unja. Uh, she's the Unni uh, hmm. uh, with which she you know. Uh, so in the beginning, first uh, first segment. Misu uh, has uh, as a bakery, and uh, Unja is the unni. Basically, she's the main uh, person, the chef in the bakery, and the yeah. actor is uh, Kim Gookhi. So basically, Unja is uh, so Kim Misu has lost her mother, and uh, her mother, in fact, used to own the like a very small bakery. And uh, Unja was one of the foster kids that uh, her mother sort of used to foster and. after misu's mother passed away she became like the parent figure or the mother figure in her life and she calls her unni which is basically elder sister yeah. also we have certain other uh, characters who are not so these three are the main lead uh, and then uh, you have the radio artist yu yol who uh, uh, you know whose radio show is very pivotal to the plot of the movie because you know it's a continuous thing throughout the 10 year journey so even though the time changes the time period shifts 
the radio show is on and you yol is the person who is hosting the show the i movie. think i would like to add yeah. one so there is this person jong woo who who plays uh, misus uh, boss yes 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 yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah. yeah and uh, it is played by this actor called park hee joon and i'm sure a lot of people who have watched the world of married would recognize him very well he is the lead role in this series which has han so hee also in yeah, that yeah, yeah. so right and he plays uh, quite a pivotal role in the second half of the movie yeah i think we should dive in uh, because the movie is set in four parts let's discuss and you know elaborate on our points in those set durations only i think that will uh, help our viewers also just uh, i mean because it's a deep dive and it's a movie if you have not watched this movie uh, our podcast is going to be full of spoilers so uh, it's your choice you can continue listening to our episodes and then probably watch the movie or best option is watch the movie and then come back and listen to our movie so in addition to what uh, moon just mentioned the spoilers in this like episode are not like spoilers that you can still listen to the episode and uh, watch the movie after this as well because you might interpret this movie in a very different way and you might relate to relate to it in your own way so let's get into it right so let's talk about the first segment where uh, so the movie starts with uh, this guy jonu uh, who comes out of his detention center and uh, it's shown that he's looking out for soya bean so and ha he's looking out for tofu so there's a coring tradition that whenever someone comes out of jail or imprisonment they eat something uh, made of soya bean that is a tradition and that is why we see that uh, yonu is he has come to the uh, to the bakery of miso and he asks her that do you have anything made of soya bean and it's super early in the morning in fact the bakery has not even opened at that time so fun fact yeah. sorry mom yeah. uh, so Uh, this tradition in uh, korea is the of you know whenever you go to a police station or you have been to prison yeah. and you come out of uh, when you are released you to eat tofu or to eat anything made of soya bean is because soya bean is a source of protein and basically uh, they believe that when you are in the prison you don't get nutritious food so whenever the family or friends of the people who have come out of the prison uh, are there to receive them they give them tofu so that's how the tradition i love it how koreans so, are so high on food every time like every food related thing is built on emotions there right like that is beautiful yes yes <laughs> beautiful it's quite interesting yeah. so yeah we see that that's how the first encounter of the main leads uh, of the main leads happen and uh, and then we find out that because uh, miso who runs the bakery uh, with unja uh they want a part timer to work with uh you know uh, with them at the bakery and then uh, yonu uh, joins them as a part timer and he starts and he starts working at the bakery as a additional help and uh, that's the beginning phase so they get to know each other uh, basically he's a very quiet boy he doesn't speak a lot and 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 uh, and we know that miso and unja are aware that he's just left jail he's just come out of prison right so they do ask him about uh, they want to know more about why he went to uh, you know imprisonment for the first uh, obviously that's like an obvious question but uh, he never uh, he tries to not answer that and so uh, they they don't ask yeah directly also they don't they know him. that he yeah, yeah. and neither does he like even though they are like secretly curious they never go and ask him that question ki why did you go to the prison and yeah. they like just they let him work there because they know that he needs employment uh, some money to sustain life and yeah so 
Also, he quit school. He quit him... school also. So he he explicitly says right that he quit school and now he's going to work. Yeah, and I remember the first scene he even in fact meets Misu. uh he is in that his school uniform because that's how he was sent to prison exactly. and she uh, you know before even uh he applies for that part time job she assumes that he is another school high school yeah. kid and you know uh, this cute guy but then she realizes that he has quit school and he's applied to yeah. work in that place. and then and then there's this poignant scene that comes up a bit uh, you know after some initial moments where they ask him that uh, he tells he tells them on their own that um every day uh, unja asks him tell tell us some some stories about prison so there's a pause he hmm. thinks of it uh, he i don't know i mean it it looks like he's debating whether he should say or not and then he says that you know uh, every day i used to wake up at 9 am i used to have breakfast and then it and then there's a radio show that is you uh, yol's radio show which you happens yol. every time at that particular slot in the morning and uh, he listened uh, to that radio show and that he used to pray that he used to he want to he wants to get out of the prison so he does his daily prayer listening to that radio show and then he realizes that he's come out of the prison and it's the exact same time and and it's a miracle it's a very ordinary thing he he in fact exclaims right it's like an exclamation in his mind is oh i've actually come out my prayer was answered and uh, and then um, miso says that yeah miracles don't need to be big things they can be very small and it's a very passing yeah. dialogue it's not even like emphasized upon by the movie makers but if you if you listen to it you're like oh my god like miracles are very small things but they have huge impact on your life so that is a very yes. beautiful uh, scene and dialogue and uh, and amazingly portrayed again yes absolutely and uh, even when he starts working at the, their bakery right one day he sort of like uh, i remember unja she says that there is some additional work that needs to be done and this guy says that i'll do it he, she's like no your work time is only this much you don't have to like come in early and uh, you stay for this work he's like no i'm okay i'll just uh, you know do it and that is when you kind of realize that uh, Hyunwoo, uh, he wants to like uh, basically he is a juvenile. He is just out of his juvenile detention center, and he now he just wants to live a good life, right? And you you would notice that he has not gone back home. So this is something that uh, he does not his normal life or regular life is not what he had before the life that he had before going to prison. like you know after getting out he did not want to go back to that normal life he wants to have a normal life now which is you know sans the all the baggage emotional baggage that he's come out with of being a criminal or the uh, label of yeah. being a criminal yeah. so uh, so he's trying too hard to stay away from his previous life and uh, still try to work hard and sustain and unja sees that yeah. do miso doesn't unja sees that and she is like okay fine you work yeah she and in a way in a way so it that's, it's very beautiful that such an empathetic and sensitive character yeah. unja so very beautifully yeah and, and as you mentioned he establishes a routine working at the bakery he likes working with unja and miso and and small moments just helping out at a bakery and you know earning small money he's living that life and he likes it and in, yeah. in and probably in those moments unja says that she trusts uh uh yonu which becomes a big dialogue in the later, later part of the movie 
he wants to live a non problematic yeah he does life, not basically. really have a life uh, even before the prison which was very that he wanted to go back to and then uh, the life that he has here in the bakery and with these two people strangers that he finds you know uh, just chances upon that becomes very important to him and then we also see how uh, the relationship of uh, the two uh, you know miso and hono it develops in the way that uh, initially uh, he calls her unni unni which is an elder sister or you know a, a way of referring nuna nuna sorry nuna uh, a way of referring to an elder uh, girl uh, by korean boys hono calls miso as nuna but then uh, one fine day he asks her do you mind uh, telling me which year you were born in and then they actually realize that they are both born in the same year but <laughs> miso answers very yeah very cutely she answers that i was born in the same year but uh, all my uh, i started school early so all my classmates are like one year elder to me uh, and uh, but yeah you you can call me you know it's like she she very she wants that reverence also but then it, it like later she realizes that it's kind of stupid <laughs> because anyway then in the uh, then you see that she herself tells me you can talk to me casually which is like a big deal in Yeah, Korean, it's a very cute yeah, relationship, right? That uh, that casual talking, which is very again different uh, when it comes to Indian or any other culture. In Korea, in general, strangers have a certain respect with which they speak to, uh, you know, uh, with each other. The age hierarchy, hierarchy, yeah, that is super uh, important uh, in their culture. And uh, even strangers speak to each other with respect, like even if they might be of the same age. they don't talk casually at first that is how we seen it right so so that is how they break that barrier of you know coming closer and they start talking casually and then there's this beautiful scene that i love like one scene in that first half which i loved was that uh, they are in the bakery it's raining so obviously they don't have any customers and uh, yonu uh, is sitting uh, in the entrance of the bakery and he's watching the rain and then miso comes uh, and you know she also takes a seat behind uh, him and then he turns back and then he smiles he just smiles and and because he's smiling she also smiles they're just smiling they're not talking it is beautiful it's a it's a beautiful yeah it's a beautifully shot scene yeah. and wh- why this scene is so significant in the first Uh, entire section of the movie where they first meet is so now we know that Hyunwoo has uh, come out of prison, right? We know that he's got a sad background, but we also know that Misu has lost her mother. Right. So the uh, setup or the context of her uh, character has been set in a way that she is a very she is very depressed, like she is very sad in her life, and she doesn't have anything exciting going on, right? and that's when hyunu starts uh, working at her bakery and there has been like an initial warming up time between misu and hyunu she ju- just doesn't become like very good friends with him or like you know casually talking to him or just because she's owner of the bakery she's not being like all chirpy uh, chirpy about having him around and it's it takes like very uh, most of the time she's just observing him she she's so there's one scene where she calls uh, yunu comes early to the bakery and she calls him inside she puts uh, the oh, hair yeah, yeah, yeah. on his thing <laughs> and she sets his hair because she and because this this is a very pretty good looking boy and she asks him to go clean the front glass of the shop because 
this is her business tactic because with the set nice cute looking hair he goes out and he is wiping the glass there are all these teenage girls who see him hormonal uh, girls you know working right? at the shop and they come <laughs> yeah yeah so they come to this bakery and they buy like bread yeah, yeah. and uh, you know that is her way of increasing the business but they and then she thinks that he's not that great looking also but then theek hai like let me use it uh, upgrade my business and that's how so uh, even in the scene that moon just mentioned that where she is still establishing that line that you know we are of, we are born in the same year we are of the same age but you know my friends are all like a year elder so i'm just used to being yeah. Uh, yeah, you yeah. know being the elder one among us so that's why when that scene where she just when he's sitting watching the rain and she goes stand behind him and she smiles when he smiles because she's let her walls down yes. Yes, basically yes, at that yes. point so that's why the scene is so significant for me also yeah. that brilliant smile uh, of jaghai and or that also has that smile has a big uh, like again a very impactful line in the later half of the movie because uh, generally also yeah generally also very impactful on our lives <laughs> free therapy guys <laughs> if you if you're feeling down go yes. go watch any of jaghai's video where he's smiling <laughs> Yes. <laughs> But yeah. So uh, coming on. Uh, so this is where they work in the bakery, and then uh, they've not even established that they've become a couple, but somehow they get. Okay. So uh, here I would like to uh, kind of highlight how the before the movie progresses into the second uh, time period, how the uh, how Yunu and Misu get separated. So uh, what happens? Like uh, Yunu is trying to lead a simple life. of uh, proper routine and discipline and just minding his own business one fine day hunu's old school friends they all like in a like a huge group they visit this bakery and they say that oh we found you here so it seems like a reunion sort but uh, hunu looks evidently disturbed by looking at his friends at the bakery so he asks them to leave but uh, they say that no we are going to pay uh, we are customers here so we are not going to leave and all of that and he genuinely sense the disturbance in hunwoo's clear and settled mindset right at that point of time he asks them to leave and they say that let's meet in the evening and kind of catch up uh, so at a surface level it looks like his friends from school just want to catch up after he's out of the prison something bad has definitely happened so it it looks that the friends still want to keep in touch but uh, hunwu before leaving uh, he takes permission from onja and he says you know what they are not bad guys they just look like that they are all my good friends also we also see that at that time there are a lot of small uh, you know there in the bakery and and onja feels that these boys are getting a bit aggressive and they are trying to create a lot of chaos so she hmm. tells them to please go out yeah and yeah. that is when he in a way defends that they they are good boys he knows that they are part of a shared experience which was probably a dark part of his life but anyway he knows so uh, yeah. now they he goes out to meet these boys and uh, he asks unja like in the evening before closing the leaving the bakery he asks unja for his uh, uh, salary in advance right yeah. so that so i'm sure we all can kind of relate to this i mean if you have uh, you know taken uh, help of a house help i mean it's not like an intentional thing but i'm sure like a lot of people have experienced that that 
if somebody comes and asks for like an advanced salary and something we we are like okay this person is not going to come back i mean you yeah, know they're going to yeah, leave yeah, yeah. so this is what happened with unja and uh, uh, misu looks at unja and she says that you you think he's going to come back she's like you know i don't have any hope so let let us see so but what happens is uh, he goes out uh, to meet his friends at a uh, soju uh but and they end up uh, drinking he does not even want to drink but his friends are like come on uh, you can't be like you know so uptight and all of that and one of his friends get in gets into a fight and out of the sheer bad luck that he is just present there and not even involved in the fight the police come and again he is taken back to juvie because right. he is on parole he is on parole for his good behavior that's why he was Yeah. Uh, you know released in the first place but now that he was just present there and so i i would like to tell the listeners here that this is technically the second time that junghyeon gets into trouble because of his friend and this group of friends have played such an important role in this entire movie is that you know there are times that uh, uh, hyunwoo keeps saying no but his nos are often like you know they are they are not very strong that they mean no so he in the end he ends up giving giving into his friends because of it's it's like borderline line gaslighting a behavior by his friends you know that they are toxic but you can't leave them because they are your childhood friends and a lot of times it happens in our lives also where we know that person or a certain group of people they have a very toxic influence on your life but you can't let them go away because they have been in your life for so long so there is always the sentiment childhood friend school best friend or college best friend or things like that and you would want to say no. and also they wouldn't have done something very horrendous to you but you still know that it it is a very toxic equation so It, this yeah, movie yeah. portrays that very well like you don't have a legit so, reason yeah. to leave them but being with them is always going to get you in trouble so and you kind of identify it in junwoo's life i hope we all can identify it on our own lives i mean that would be like uh, such a super power yeah so so that is how uh, i mean as harshi mentioned that is how they the time switch happens and in a way they lose connection so you we see you know going on with his friends and then because he gets into the dental center again because of that fight he's not able to come back and then we see that the time switch happens he's so as grown up and and she is just graduated and she's trying to find a job it's that time uh, in korea where because they've just come out of that uh, of the uh, financial crisis imf crisis there are a, there are not a lot of jobs available to graduates and and, and she's like a young graduate who has dreams she she has she in fact presented with two choices one which gives her less amount of money but is actually that she wants to do while the other job is which is going to you know uh, give her more money and uh, help her uh, on uh, help her livelihood in a better way so she chooses the latter because obviously she needs money she starts working in a factory so here uh, i would also like to mention like how misu's choices also uh, are so relatable like there right. is and sure like definitely like other uh, Asian kids, she does not have that parental pressure of 
you know just choosing a stable job or something here she she has that choice she has like a supportive unni who can kind of who supports her dreams also but she still chooses a stable income because she's just tired of all the uncertainties that has happened in her life so exactly it, it's a very like uh, you know a conscious decision that she makes and again going a little bit philosophical here uh, you know we all have a lot of times complained that you know what is this 9 to 5 job i am doing i wish i could have done, i would have done like some creative job which gives you know which fuels my passion and all of that and i know that a lot of us you know in fact including me if i were given a chance to pursue my passion and do like something creative i would still kind of back off and choose my stable 9 to 5 job because i know that i you know this is going to be my stable source of income rather than you know recklessly falling so that is where i connected with misu's character like <laughs> also also we see how it it's it, it's again uh, the movie is very beautiful uh, why because they show certain places which have like you know you you have a lot of value with certain places in your life so that bakery in where that bakery is so that is where they meet next so we see that uh, in misho's life that bakery is very important because obviously her mother owned that bakery and her mother is not uh, any more with her and then you know uh, one fine day after her 9 to 5 job she is we see her going back to that bakery just to reminisce some old memories so yeah this is a very heavily dependent uh, movie on memories because she is trying to you know just go back and see what has happened of that bakery anyway she knows that the bakery is not functioning more i think and she then has we see that thing, that is uh, that she would save up and she would come back and restart the bakery exactly. something to restart down yeah. yeah she has that emotion attached with it and that is when she chances upon with uh, yonu and we see that yonu is helping an elderly lady and you know he's trying to transport her on on his back and 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 it's a very it's like a surprise meet because they're meeting after so long and 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 he says that i missed you and i missed uh, unja so the beautiful part of uh, you know character is that he's very direct like he uh, speaks his emotion uh, he speaks his emotions so simply uh, uh, and in such a non uh, you know uh, like he does not make a big deal about it but he's very direct he says that he missed her he also said that he missed unni uh, unja unni and uh, and then uh, we see that they're trying to reconnect and and, fact, and then she uh, sorry to yeah, add and then you said you reminded me that it is always him who is like uh, you know genuinely grateful of all the things that is happening in his life like the little yeah, miracles yeah, yeah. so if you remember yeah. before they got separated in the first uh, time uh, section that he is the one who suggests the idea of getting that group photo in the christmas oh yes christmas yes yes so yes yes yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah why do we need a picture and like uh, misu tries to play very cool like any other teenager like you know i yeah, want yeah, pictures yeah. and all of that but he is like no i want yeah. it and they stand in front of the freshly baked cupcakes and and that is yeah. also like uh, something that he carries till the end sort of yeah yeah and he wants and he he always He wants that memory, you know. He wants to cherish that memory forever. Yeah, yeah. He takes a picture of the pivotal moment that he considers them, and obviously all of those moments in it that we uh, come to know in the later half. And that's why it is beautiful because 
it is very uh, you know uh, it is very few times in mo- movies or uh, series that we watched that a male character takes that uh, you know initiative, initiative. to yeah 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 yeah, yeah. emotive yeah. and express those feelings and emotions yeah and 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 that is what right he takes initiative and he says and he's very uh, direct that he says that he missed her and that is when uh, she uh, she in she tells that unja now runs a noodle shop so uh, she says that we can go probably have noodles uh, tomorrow if you're free and then we realize that he says that he's about to enlist and he the next day is apparently going to be his first day of military so basically that's again a break which is inevitable in korean men yes. right <laughs> so 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 then we get to know that that the last time that she'll be able to see him for at least uh, next two years and and then she uh, invites him to his home to her home yeah. to her flat and that flat again is very so like places right so the top flat house. is also yeah the rooftop house is also an important uh, character in the movie uh, because uh, so she it's a small uh, bachelor pad and then uh, we see that you know like a very normal very relatable she she tells him to stop she goes inside frantically cleans <laughs> yeah frantically yeah, yeah. cleans everything because she wants to make a good impression that you know it's sweet and all and then then she invites him over and then they have beer and you know they just have like very Uh, they don't have like an extravagant uh, dinner or something but basic. whatever she can manage yeah. yeah very basic yeah very basic and then and then they they come out of, because they are meeting after so long right so there's that bit of awkwardness and they've grown also the, the, the tension is beautifully captured yeah yeah and so yeah. it's very cute because she offers him uh, her t-shirt and yeah, no, 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 it's not her it's unja's t-shirt It's oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, it is it is Unja's T-shirt, and uh, they, you know, there is a sort they chuckle about it, it and uh, that is the scene. And also, uh, yeah, the beauty of the scene again. I mean, there are a lot of beautiful moments in this uh, movie, but then the beauty of this scene yeah. is that bef- when they met in the first part and uh, kind of separated, they haven't been the best of friends. they have just been acquaintances yes. and like you know it, there isn't that uh, romantic or sexual tension nothing over there and here they are purely the reunion is purely in the way that you know they have that mutual liking but they have never been best friends also that you know they hug each other and say, oh god i missed you or something that sort of and they never really had a chance to communicate chance also, also right correct like, correct before they could go to that relationship they just Split, right? Yeah, and so, so they, they. So when she invites him over, yeah, exactly. So when she yeah. invites him over, and you know, uh, offers him that meal, and he, uh, she offers him to uh, stay over at that night, and it's a big deal yeah. for like a, a, you know, young girl and a young boy to live, uh, you know, under the same roof, and they sleep separately on separate beds. We see that one person is sleeping uh, on a bed and the other is sleeping on a bedding, like low, uh, like on the floor. And and but then, but the best part is that uh, after they are like tucked in, you know, sleeping, uh, she asks that you know, sleep, like very, 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 you know, they're whispering. And then he's like, no, I'm not asleep. They're both awake. They both have that tension, you know, running in their bodies. But they are trying to communicate because they are yeah. trying to take that next step. And uh, 
and they're just talking and then and then he uh, she she speaks right that um, i after that night i thought that you'll never come back yeah she she says that so that is a big thing because it in a way you know portrays that she missed him or she had waited she wanted for him, him to come back yeah. so desperately yeah yeah so that is like the first time she uh, you know acknowledges the fact that she also missed him she yeah, cannot say correct. it directly but she says it in in so many words that after that night i always used to wonder that he'll never come back so that's when he clears the misunderstanding as to where he went missing so but then again it is inevitable that he has to uh, you know leave for the military and military. there is nothing that can be done she and they both are uh, walking down that alley right where he has to uh, board the bus and there, that's the morning after that's like the, the morning after, after the that night happened yeah yeah, yeah. and uh, you know it's it's raining uh, it's it starts drizzling so there is an umbrella and uh, uh, it's just the break of dawn it's like too early in the morning and he stops and he pulls her and they kiss each other for the first time yeah. and it's like such an awkward kiss it's not sensual it's it's just yeah it's not a word kiss but it's but, very very genuine it comes across very genuine yeah but it is a promise of that you know i'll come back or we'll find yeah, each other yeah, yeah. sort of a thing yeah and uh, while this happens that uh, awkwardness is also for genuine right like it's very relatable like you know like for people who have like they they've not been together so but because of whatever the circumstances are but when they meet and that's again like a promise that yeah he has to come back and he'll come back to her but how would he come back because you uh, moon you need to tell uh, about how she <laughs> creates that email id yeah yeah so there's this beautiful scene uh, so it's the early morning hour when yonu is still sleeping yes. and we see miso's character all dressed up because it's her first day of work and then uh, she creates an email id uh, for yonu and 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 she sets the password on her own she creates a username also and she creates a password and so the password is the combination to her house number right and she does not communicate what is the the password to that email id to yoni the that's the she she writes it on a piece of paper but she forgets to tell it and then she goes back to work and she realizes that she just forgot to give that piece of paper to him so how will he know uh, what is the uh, password to that email id because that's the first time and that is we see that uh, in uh, korean uh, like uh, culture that's the, or like in that mod, in that setting emails are new so that's the first time where emails have started internet has just started right yeah and uh, that that stupid mistake happens and uh, they they are again separated and so it's is, very cliche but it can happen yeah yeah <laughs> and it is such a setback in their entire uh, story is because you yeah. know the night before he leaves for the military that is when they both of them realize that there there is a mutual liking and yes you know in any of the relationships it is it is that mutual liking honeymoon period right where you talk to each other like continuously other non-stop so morning night yeah. it's that 24 bar 7 chatting and all of that yeah. so for yeah. them yeah. Uh, to keep in touch and so also there is a thing that uh, usually when you know boys or men enlist in south korea a lot of relationships are ended because they can't do like a long distance relationship and they can't keep constantly in touch with their partners so this also addresses that fact right 
so the the time when they were supposed to be in touch with each other Together. to build on their relationship they uh, this was just cut off and so we see that at the end of part 2 again uh, they are they want to be together but they can't be together so they but the best part is but like even even despite this happening we that miso sends an email to him every day in the hope that he might one day get the you know like ha, imagine the password the or get yeah you know password. figure out the password and and so basically every day she writes a an email every day or like uh, like uh, periodically she writes an email to uh, uh, yonu also you see that yonu when he gets a break he comes back to that place but by that time that house where they used where she used to live that bachelor pad but by that time she's already left that place and moved on to a different apartment to live in yeah so we see that even he's trying to make an effort right in his holiday he comes back but we see and and and, and jung hae in that military costume oh my god <laughs> even one scene is uh, beautiful <laughs> so yeah. there is also one uh, huge hint that he remembers the first time he visits her house uh, the day, uh, that night yeah she tells yeah. him that the password of her uh, house is her student id number mm. which is like a mm. social security number right so he remembers mm. that and he hmm. is trying to find out what that uh, number is so now when he comes out of military he still wants to figure out what that password is so he takes initiative ah kudos he takes initiative so, he, he, he takes initiative. so basically it is on his mind also that he needs to find out what the password is so as soon as he is discharged from the military he comes to comes back to that area realizes that she does not live in that house but goes to a real estate broker and tries to rent the same house because then exactly. he will get to know what is the password of the house and apparently yeah. it has not been changed luckily for him and as soon as he gets it he runs to a cyber cafe and oh my god uh, no not the cyber cafe he runs that to library. the library that he used to work bookshop in bookshop library yeah, yeah yeah the bookshop that he used to work in uh, before getting enlisted and he enters the password and he sees the a number of emails and it is all from her that and yeah, his yeah. reaction that he gets up and he holds back the bookshelf it's like one of my favorite scenes in the entire movie like i don't know what is it the jung hae in cinema i mean you know uh, cinematography uh, like movie uh, yeah acting career but he has his moments so this moment of pure elation where he finds out that you know he's figured out the password finally and and then he sees so many mails from mito and then he has this hope you know his hope basically uh, it's reality that she was trying to reach out to him but obviously because of that stupid uh, email uh, password thing uh, they could not communicate and then pure euphoria that he that blue expression and that happened yes love it and jung hae nails it every time so there's a similar scene in uh, in something in the rain i mean just okay. to you know uh, give another context another character of jung hae and we see that uh, there's another uh, uh, scene where in something in the rain there he finds out the confession of uh, the female lead in that show and we see that he listen and he is listening to recording and we see that he listens to that message and and he he goes gaga over it and he he's so beautiful it is it's 
it's again you know amazing scene and jung hyun nails it so beautiful scene one of the high scenes of this movie yeah so yeah so this uh, this scene was like really special for me and he sits down he goes to all the emails and he replies back to uh, miso oh yes and miso and now uh, miso is living a routine life you know working in that factory right so as part of her everyday monotonous routine it is also for her to check her emails the end of the day before she logs out she just checks her email and she is so elated to you know find a reply back from uh, hyunwoo and that is when she realizes like oh my god like he's finally figured it out and then they exchange uh, phone numbers and uh, they they I decide think technology that... has taken off that joy right yes <laughs> And and then they the decide that they patience could... and that joy. Oh my God! How yeah, do how did people manage back then? <laughs> I mean, in us being in the world of fast romance, uh, that all all those emotions uh, feel and even sound very yesteryear. Like I am not. I I don't think we will ever yeah. be able to experience that kind of the tension, the joy, and the beauty of it uh, ever again. but yeah you also see when she calls him uh, now hyunwoo is working in a gym at the gym and he yeah, has a small cell phone the flip phone so yeah in terms of technology they have introduced so there used to be beepers then they have introduced emails which they have used in the past 2 3 years of his military service yeah and yeah. now they have introduced the cell phone flip okay. phone yeah yeah, yeah yeah the flip yeah. phone and they have also shown that how the gym gymming culture exactly was on the rise so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that was like the uh, first foray into the modern lifestyle uh, the how uh, so there are there is this huge group of trainers in the gym like the proper modern gyms that we see now uh, with yeah. multiple trainers and multiple equipment the big uh, so that is where you know works and uh, they decide that they will speak to each other uh, at a, a particular time he calls back but again as fate has it uh, he gets into another bra- brawl and he is yeah. taken to the uh, and his phone gets broken uh, so we phone. see that that phone yeah that that phone breaks and she's trying to call him and then again uh, they cannot talk because his phone, uh, phone gets broken and, and then they again she doesn't know why he's disappeared yeah. yeah 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 again and and then and then we like see the that time. there's this yeah and then the, we see that there's this moment where uh, kim go like a uh, miso she she in a way thinks yeah she she we see that she's kind of losing hope and she realizes and then she gives up that she's like okay if we were said to meet we will meet and then but we did not yeah, so she accepts yeah. that reality we see that scene uh where she comes to terms with it that okay she had that high of meeting him yes but uh, very easily that melted down into that pain or that melancholy of you know yeah that disappointment of not being able to again reconnect and uh, yeah and we see that again something very similar to like yeah it was kind of expected of this entire uh, thing that you yeah. know it 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 wouldn't lead to something bigger but on the flip exactly. side we see that uh, poor thing hyunwoo is in the police station once again because of his friends right and it is the same set of friends who have uh, you know been kind of 
pulling or dragging him down or uh, uh, you know pulling him into the trouble some things again and, and again over and again yes yeah. and again this time it is them and they uh, he is in the police station and uh, in fact he he is able to somehow prove that he was not involved in the fire and he was the one who got hit and this time uh, yeah. he was so careful that he does not raise his hand even if he is getting beaten up very badly because he just does not want to go back uh, to that life of prison because him being an ex convict uh, if he would have raised his hand he would have been easily uh, sort of detained right right so right. he comes out he you know says like he yells at his friend saying that you know you guys have already been doing this and blah 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 and he just walks away yeah. and while right. all this is happening i he forgets that he is supposed to meet uh, misu also because uh, at that point of time even though he was also like really excited about seeing uh, misu after such a long time and figuring out the password and all that elation that he was going through he forgets it because at this point of time he wants to have a straight life for himself and you can see that frustration in him so it's it's kind of it's kind of very real where he's trying to get away from that life and start a normal life and and miso is uh, probably the venue to where his normal life will start but he's not able to come to it right so you always see that he's reaching out but he's not able to come close and even if he comes close to it it does not uh, sustain for long so that's very realistic and uh, and we see again that you know uh, this split and then uh, the time shift again happens Okay, so that is how we see that they are split again, and then that is when we jump into the third uh, part of the movie, which is supposedly the most important part because that is when they finally meet again, uh, and uh, they their real. Uh, so we see that part of the relationship where they actually come to terms with their love, except their romance, and uh, so uh, how do they meet? Serendipity. Um, Yeah. It's like the most, uh, you know, word for uh, the entire <laughs> movie actually. But then this part especially because it is so beautiful. Yeah. So uh, this time around, we see that the characters right. have evolved and grown a little bit. They have been apart for a few years, and uh, this has been like a conscious decision from both their ends because uh, the last uh, meeting did not go very well. Misu is in a much better place in her life. she she started doing what she loves uh, as opposed to just doing a stable job so even the lighting of the movie depicts this right when now that now that misu is living the life that she has started appreciating uh, the colors look brighter the setup uh, looks brighter and all of that and uh, she she's working in a very lively environment and doing a, a very good professionally and like i said serendipity has its own ways and uh, hyunwoo moves into the same building that she works in as uh, a budding or not like a budding or like starting his career uh, in media as a videographer as yeah, a videographer yeah, yeah. yes yes and while they are moving things he ends up you know uh, finding out that miso also works in the same building and bam they are they are back together yeah and then it's, it's very beautifully shown again that he's he's they are moving stuff so basically they're shifting in the office uh, above the office where miso works and then then he he chances upon uh, a look uh, of her you know working inside and 
then and then and then he realizes that it's Miso, right? And then when the work day ends, it's the end of the day, and then he's waiting, and then she comes. So that's how they meet yes. again, and it's again serendipity, and it's they are again surprised that they meet again because obviously fate is in a way giving them another chance to you know reconnect. Uh, and then uh, we see that he invites her to to that flat. So we go back to that flat where she used to live with him, and now we realize that Yono has rented that apartment, and and it's a familiar apartment, it's a familiar place because Miso used to live there. So we yeah. also realize that it automatically Yono feels like home. Home, yeah. And Yono, uh, he he has very like he places significance on very small things, but all of those. So, so all of those things are hugely important for him. It might be an apartment, it might be a photograph, it might be just a random relationship, right? So he everything is special to him. Everything normal is special to him, right? That's yes. that's what we realize. And then then he takes her to his apartment, and then we see that uh, she takes her she takes off for two three days. She has never taken off that long. And she writes yeah. on a piece of paper that she is going to take leave for the next two three days because she is busy in her life. And uh, yeah, and her boss is also very chill about it, huh? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. And and we see I that uh, that is how so they are in a way celebrating again, reconnecting together. Uh, uh, he invites her to his apartment, and then we see that he's he's making a lot of food, and she's trying to help, but he's like, no, I will make all the food. You sit, you enjoy, you're tired, you you should relax. And he's like a very good, you know, uh, guy. He's making all the food, trying to make a special. And then they're eating, and then they're reconnecting. And yeah. uh, and while he's uh, cooking for her, uh, so since this girl has lived in that house most of her life, she knows little things about the house exactly. that he also doesn't know. Like you know, uh, the yeah. water in kitchen stops if the water. bathroom right, tap right, is right. open and. Yeah, and then she's like, "Didn't you know this?" And then she's like, "Of course you wouldn't know because you live here alone. Uh, you've you've never had anyone come and tell you uh, the, these sort of things." So it it it's been very easy for Miso, uh, even after meeting after so many years of gap and all of that, to very easily melt into Junwoo's right. daily life. I also give the fact that he is living in the same house yeah. that she used to. He's rented out the same house that yeah. she used to live in, right? looks very organic very natural she did not have to try so hard and you know uh, when you meet someone that you have a crush on or you have a liking towards or even a generic friend also where it is completely platonic but if after, if you've met them after like a long gap and you visit their place or they visit your place there's always this awkwardness like you know uh, you don't get comfortable but that's not yeah, there. you don't get so. comfortable in the place <laughs> yeah. Un- yeah. until yeah but for me so it was her house her home so she just like exactly that sense of familiarity yeah, is there in, like yeah. effortlessly so the, and also another thing that yeah. uh, even after meeting after such a long time after that office she doesn't uh, look resentful of the fact that they weren't able to meet 2 3 years back she did not have those complaints she just sort of took it in a way that yeah i mean we were not bound to be uh together or meet at that point of time so that point never came up as a nagging issue or something like you know why didn't you meet blah 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 all all of those things so that is why it felt a little easy on my mind 
okay she is not holding on to anything or uh, having a grudge on something ki why didn't you try harder sort of a thing. yeah 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 i think that's a good trait also because uh, sometimes you do uh, fall back on what happened in the past and you try to you know dissect why you did not come at that time why you did not meet but but yeah, they do yeah. not do that right so they they consciously beautifully use their time together uh, also they probably they have you know uh, lost each other twice and then again reconnected uh, so yeah that is one thing that stands out and uh, and then obviously uh, there's this intense scene after uh, the food <laughs> where uh, they kind of sort of you know confess their uh, love and actually not confession but like it's a pg 18 scene and uh, yeah, it's actually it's a very intense scene and also another fact about that scene is that uh, this you know asks me so that i i remember that you were afraid of me when i chanced upon uh, you on that in that bakery in the beginning of the movie so he asks her right are you still yeah, afraid yeah. of me and then that's a that's an intense dialogue <laughs> and i'm like jump high in an intense yeah. lines uh, like that's a powerful dialogue. i mean i don't know it was powerful to me it might be super lame to someone else but he asks her again and again and and he's making sure that she's comfortable and they are on the same page uh, to their you know when it comes to their relationship and then they kiss and uh, they have a great time whatever <laughs> and then the scene changes and then and then again we see that yeah they officially yeah so now they are officially exactly. boyfriend and girlfriend after the scene and and the, those three days that she takes leave uh, they just live in that house they they don't go out they don't do like yeah. uh, things uh, you know as a couple in public they just live in that house and they the those three days are just so domestic right they're cooking for each other helping each other out reading comic books together and you know uh, also i don't know if you noticed this but because i have watched all jamhain movies and shows he is always fruits so we see that he's peeling an orange in the morning of the scene and he, i don't know he loves cutting fruits or something but again beautiful and he's very happy and you know full of uh, evasion it's a beautiful <laughs> it's funny also and yeah and then, yeah i think it's just part of his routine that is bringing on to the screen yeah but cutting fruits again yet again the beauty of this movie is though there are two main human characters right there are a lot of other uh, you know uh, non living things that have played the role of main characters in this movie like one being that flat and uh, then another one is that pepsi t-shirt of junwo that uh, he so always borrows and wears and he kind of chuckles at when she when he looks at her wearing that and she says like yeah it looks good so now every time she visits his house she's always wearing that pepsi t-shirt because she knows that he loves it on her and so she always kind of makes sure that she is wearing that t-shirt and uh, it's it's just like so beautiful it makes you want to like uh, live that life with your significant other and you know just like uh, lazy days and uh, just being there together appreciating each other and being grateful so it's very nice and uh, this is where the relationship deepens and this is where the next step happens yeah so we see that they have become mature in their career in their life the relationship is matured they've come to that stage where they have you know confessed to each other 
people know that they are they like each other want to spend uh, time with each other and probably the rest of their lives with each other in yeah. fact uh, there's this scene where she casually uh, she gives the camera to him and then and then he's holding a camera and going into the house in that apartment and then she says that should we get married yes. <laughs> and he's just dumbstruck uh, and And uh, and then she's like, yeah, this is probably what guys feel when they ask for, you know, uh, their girlfriend's hands uh, from their parents or whatever. But uh, that is again uh, very funny and uh, you know nicely captured. And that is when we see that the main uh, that secret that you know is in a way keeping from uh, Miso comes to uh, you know haunt him in reality. So one fine day, he uh, gets a call from one of his childhood friends, and he is reminded that it's the tenth anniversary of uh, the incident that happened, the dark secret that he tries to keep away from Miso. And then we actually realize that Kyono uh, was accused of killing a school friend, uh, and it was not him who actually he did not intend to kill him, but it was an accident. But it ended up happening in such a way that Kyono was accused of the death of that boy. and uh, all of his friends uh, also uh, kind of blamed uh, you know and that is why you know uh, had to go to the juvenile detention center right uh, and uh, and then we also see that over this entire period of time you know and his friends they have been visiting that boy's family and uh, you know is also uh, helping them monetarily if he can so we see that he goes back it seems it's the 10th anniversary he goes back to that place and uh, to that boy's home and uh, we see that he is giving some money to uh, that boy's sister and even at that time he tells the sister that i did not do it i was not responsible for it but we see that uh, that boy's sister is accusing him and then she asks him that what do you do so he says that i completed my studies i gave my gd and uh, you know i'm working right now so she uh, in a way she scoffs at him that if uh, you know that boy had been alive he would also been making money and living his life in a nice way uh, in the way that this guy is living so it's a very sad moment uh, because we know that huno did not intend uh, to you know kill that mm-hmm. boy but that happened it was an unfortunate accident yeah and over the years people kept making him feel guilty of the fact that you know it was because of you it was because of you nobody says that it was you they keep saying that it is because of you and there is a lot of difference in that like they know that he did he did not kill the friend but they they always imply that you know you are the reason during the entire time when juno is off uh, we see that miso towards the end of the day miso tries to contact him that where is he because he's supposed to return right and uh, juno says that he's gone off to some aunt but uh, miso calls him and juno uh, forgets his phone in a school van which that other friend the school friend drives so the school friend answers miso's call and uh, and then miso realizes what happened actually and she gets to know about this so basically even when uh, this guy picks up the phone uh, for, he does not yeah. know that uh, huno has a girlfriend who's miso yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. who's miso yeah so he's like who's this and then he, she's like isn't this huno's phone and he asks her so why are you talking so casually yeah yeah why are you yeah that's what was... yeah because why are you to- so talking so casually to me and then he realizes mm-hmm. that, are you huno's girlfriend and then uh, he says wait i'll come and uh, give you the phone and that is when they meet for the first yeah. time and behind huno's yeah. back he goes ahead and tells uh, 
miso everything everything as to where they went and why they went what was the reason and that is what happens and uh, uh, i don't know how to uh, take up this the next scene what uh, miso does is basically she uh, gets in con- touch with the friend once again and she asks him to take uh, her also to that uh, deceased boy's family and this friend being an idiot or whatever he is he takes her back there and there she goes and confronts that boy's family and on behalf of uh, hyunwoo as a very good girlfriend as it is supposed to be uh, she goes and uh, tries to ease of that guilt of his back and tries to confront the victim's family and for some reason she is able to do that they haven't gone very deep in very detail into that scene but no but then there's a scene right where she tells her they've shifted yeah, yeah, they've relocated from that that's place. what so they haven't yeah. they haven't gone very much in detail of that scene they just show that the right. family has moved from the place that they used to live and she also comes back saying that okay now this is a done chapter closed chapter this need yeah. not affect yeah. us anymore so she comes back home right and now that she knows the entire history of hunu's secret and uh, his past uh, she she is kind of mentally prepared in a way how she can ease his guilt in the coming days and be like the good partner to him right i mean and she accepts it all she, she accepts it very nicely she accepts it she yeah. uh, i mean whether he's a criminal or not she knows that he is a good person now so she she yes. she just comes back with that attitude and you know and she confronts you know the at at after a long But, day yeah, of work exactly and exactly. that is so uh, even when she confronts him she says that look this is what happened i went and met the uh, i mean i went to meet the family and blah 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 and she even says that you know i accept uh, you the way you are and your past i it, it doesn't it doesn't have anything to do with us right now and what we are uh, you know uh, moving towards in the future so we will we will deal right. with this together and it's a very emotional scene right it's a very like uh, i mean people watching it for the first time would think like dude like she's such a understanding supportive girlfriend like right. never in that not once in that scene scene she seems like you know she is doubting even for a second that he could be the real criminal or anything she's just being very supportive and very accepting of the fact that whatever happened in our past is past even i have gone through bad times but let us just be together now and live a good life but this is where the main thing but yeah always a but yeah but we see exactly but we see that the entire uh, you know easily accept easily accepting on miso's part and she getting to know the entire history and you know full details of what has happened uh, with you uh, know you know does not take it nicely in fact uh, it's it's a very it's a very again emotional scene uh, for you know because he he says this dialogue that couldn't you have been the only person who did not know about that because he does not want her to know about that and she's like that happiness in his life so she doesn't he doesn't want her to be even aware of that dark past that he had because probably he does not want her to have any sort of consequence of that incident in her own life yes and and we see that he's so emotional and he's angry because 
he in fact says that he used to pray every day to god that she will never know about it because he doesn't want to uh, you know doesn't want her to know about it and then and he is angry at her yes. and and also he's super angry at that friend because that uh, that stupid guy uh, he told uh, me so everything and in fact took her to that place i mean like the audacity you know without even <laughs> talking to who you know and uh, yeah so that's that's a very emotionally it's an emotional outburst on you know's part and uh, and that is where we actually see that that's the first time they have a fight right yeah. that's not even a fight but that's like uh, reality strikes them yeah and that beautiful uh, you know cocoon they were living in that got uh, that gets struck by a reality so yeah again uh, it is such a beautiful emotion uh, i mean like not beautiful i mean beautifully portrayed complicated emotion right so oh so, yes yeah uh, in any like we kept saying that this uh, movie uh, felt so real so real i mean in any real situation yeah yeah yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. a boyfriend getting such an understanding girlfriend would have been like so grateful thankful we all get confused as to why yeah. you know is reacting like this uh where why right. uh, miso is being so thoughtful and trying to be like accepting of him but here you kind of realize that you know right from the beginning every he always carried that emotional baggage or that tag of being a juvenile or a criminal right uh, whether he did it yeah. or not it's a whole different story but he always had that emotional baggage and in one way or the other all the world, real world people uh, people that he was coming across knew about this fact and whether they judged exactly. him or not he always perceived that they would judge him because of this miso was the only girl in his life or in fact only person in his only life, person person in his life exactly who never you know thought it was so important to uh, know about his past but still completely 100% trust him uh, you know and it was it was such a sad thing and also uh, one of the main things is not uh, we have to understand that he was not trying to hide it from her just to hide the fact that exactly. he's a criminal or something bad exactly happened. it is just the fact yes. that he has been living with the guilt also i mean even though he hasn't done it because his friends and people around him kept saying that this happened because of you he has been living with that guilt also maybe it happened because of me and he did not want exactly. me so to share that guilt i mean people say right. that you know uh, if you share your happiness and sorrows it all kind of i mean especially sorrows if you share it with your partners it ends up uh, you know easing your life or becoming lighter baggage a little lighter yeah. and better but in this case yeah. i think you always felt that if miso also shares this guilt it will bring her liveliness also down and this i uh, it struck me really hard because something we saw something very similar recently in 2521 right? oh yes so <laughs> where uh, <laughs> where bekujin has the same sort of uh, move you know if i never want to share my sadness with you because that will drag you also down and and there is nothing that you can do about it you will just be miserable along with me rather than making me less miserable so something very similar in hyunwoo and miso's case also yeah i think this is mostly the uh, again it's kind of coincidental in both the cases the characters are male characters uh, but and also if you try to uh, you know 
like watch it from a female perspective and obviously because we are females then in 20 in 2521 yeah we are females <laughs> and when it happened in 2521 i actually could empathize with uh, with uh, hido yeah because uh, at that time they were living separately right and he was living in a war uh, zone and she is living uh, you know her uh, her sports life her career that's going on normally but she's trying to help him out so there are moments in your life where you want to help your partner out and and you think that you can uh, probably uh, you know share their pain or share their sadness or guilt or grief whatever right so as a partner i totally understand the female's perspective that they want in the dark and then they want to help out their partners and we see that both the female uh, females in in our discussion were very supportive of their uh, boyfriends right they wanted to help them but yeah to have a third person perspective and uh, probably although i do not really uh, i do not support becky jin's case but yeah in uh, in uh, hero's case i can un- want her trust so he says right that i w- uh, always wanted to live a normal life for hero small moments simple normal moments are extraordinary they're special to him and him he doesn't have a lot of people so he values and cherishes every relationship that he has in fact that's what we see right that he's also keeping up with his friends yeah all of those friends who in a way accuse him of something that he has not done gaslighting but him he, basically he takes yeah he he takes their case also that no they are good people they're not bad right so he's defending those friends he cherishes unja uh, and he obviously loves uh, miso right so i totally uh, like get the frustration that zono feels in this scene where this outburst happens and uh, and he he wants probably he wants he wanted that he could save her from that uh, you know that very dark secret that he carries because yeah because he does not want her to know about him yeah but so also here uh, like you said that you but that doesn't play out that way yeah i kind of understand why you uh, empathize with hunwo more than becky jin here because in becky jin's case and uh, becky jin and hero's case we knew that they were in a long distance relationship and they had the means to sort of you know communicate regularly and all of that but in this case uh, you know you will have to sort of uh, see that while misu was trying to be like a uh, like the supportive girlfriend that she is here uh, it feels a little bit more intense because miso herself is also uh, also has a broken past like a and here we see that exactly. despite yeah. having a difficult past of her ho- own she is trying to embrace his difficult past also so she is like being like the top notch uh, a list level of a girlfriend yeah, yeah. like wow 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 but exactly. that's yeah. why it feels a little bit more heartbreaking when he reacts in that way that he gets really angry at her and as to why you try to you know dig around and uh, find more and more about it sort of also he says right couldn't you just trust me yeah so he says that he wanted that trust because he he loves or he that uh, you know miso is so special to him he and and because miso accepts him so miso accepted accepted him since the time he came to that bakery and you know to the uh, entire state of the relationship as it evolved across time period uh miso never questioned him yeah that is another thing that i think uh, you know loves about miso she believes in uh, the good uh, character of 
you know yeah and, and that is what you know that is why that outburst is so intense because uh, in a way it seems like she's questioning him right yeah even though she isn't she's being like super cool about things yeah, she isn't actually but i think that could have totally been avoided if that stupid friend did not uh, you know take her to that place or not uh, you know could not have told uh, him it could have been totally told her avoided about if he had stopped yeah, him like that stupid friend exactly but but yeah but that's not how it played out so uh, you know poor uno uh, hyunwo sorry yeah yeah so basically it is after this scene uh, you know uh, hyunwoo storms out of the house and he uh, finally goes and confronts his friend who actually took her to uh, their late friend's place and uh, he has like a, a you know a confrontation where they uh, you know throw some punches and uh, he damages his friend's uh, school uh, van that he drives and all of that and uh, he also gets beaten up pretty badly and uh, he does not return home he just like walks away roams around and uh, the next day by the time he comes back home he realizes that uh, miso has left and he thinks that uh, she will come back around but as he enters inside the house he sees the pepsi t-shirt that she always wears is you know neatly folded and kept on his bed so that kind of signifies that she has sort of left for good now and uh, he we see also we see that when he storms yes. out she's trying to hold him back so like it's a confrontation where after his outburst she uh, he he wants to go out and you know just leave her and um, she's trying yes. to stop she's him she's begging him so she, no, she not to leave tries to make peace yeah she's begging him she tries to make peace with that fact also she in a way tries to rationalize the situation also she says right that i get got to know it fine i have made like, peace with it uh, now i understand let's pretend that we don't yeah, know yeah i, I don't know on, right yeah yeah i want to move on but he still he still says that no it's not it's not how it was supposed to be and then he just goes away right and you should like uh, you know give oh, yes. major credits to kim goon in this scene like the way she has nailed the scene is like very beautiful and it kind of reminded me of tamasha where uh, if you remember that uh, oh, the yeah. iconic song of agar tum saath ho where tara goes to sort of uh, beg with to you know you know forget that i rejected your proposal let's let's just get, let's back, get together. back together it's very tamasha yeah it's very tamasha like two 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 i agree and it's like totally yeah, very agar tum saath ho yeah and she's crying and and uh, actually have to appreciate kim won because 
she she comes across very convincing in deeply emotional scenes so uh, she she yes. is very good yeah, she is very good at uh, you know depicting emotions of sorrow of depicting emotion of shyness so even when uh, like in the beginning films yeah. of their uh, relationship she's so naturally shy you know like it's so convincing you can feel that she's miso and you know like you can relate to those emotions so nicely so yes. because yes absolutely again you know it's commendable because to match jaghain's emotional ability to act <laughs> i mean otherwise the movie would have fallen apart it's a romance after all so after his confrontation with the friend and getting beaten up by him uh, so now yuno doesn't want to go back home to miso because uh, he also remembers how he had stormed out of the house and how she had like literally begged him to stay back and not go out so he doesn't have anywhere to go now so the only place on earth that he can remember uh, of is the uh, unja unni's uh, noodle shop and he goes there and uh at this point of time both uh, miso and uh, you know look at unja as a guardian figure like the mother figure uh, for both of them right so he goes to her shop and he's covered in all the bruises and again unja being unja uh, she doesn't question him she just asks him are you all right and all of that uh, and uh, offers him uh, noodles and uh, there is also this one bratish uh, daughter that unja has now uh, from uh, i mean uh, she seems to be like the daughter of uh, her husband that she is married not her own daughter but like a grown up teenager uh, daughter and she is like always mean to unja and that way and she kind of has like a very uh, a very brief uh, interaction with Hyunwoo uh, and she asks that you guys aren't dating right and all of those things so here uh, there is a very uh, intense scene between unja and hyunwoo uh, that we see that hyunwoo uh, is uh, he's eating noodles and he's he's crying he's reminiscing all of the you know all of the thing that has happened he's trying to process it and he's having food and and he's emotional eating that movie soup and uh, unja is sitting in front of him and uh, during that time uh, he says to unja that uh, i came back here because i miss you and you trust me says and he and he says it very simply but it is a very big deal for him that unja trusts him and apparently unja somewhere uh, in the first half during that bakery uh, time yes uh, unja had told you know that uh unja trust him so she might have said it in passing that i trust you but that was a big deal for you know because no one in his life uh, you know uh, considered him or you know trustworthy so that is a emotion that is you know very big for uh, you know and and that is what uh, call back to it in the scene right that he wanted you to trust me i did not want you to know about the past because he wanted You know, he wanted Miso to just trust him, and and she has been doing that, but she got to know of the past as well. So there, there's that you know uh, uh, anger, and it also kind of goes to show uh, that Hyunwoo uh, uh, has always tried to uh, live up to that uh, image where he can be trustworthy to Unja and uh, uh, Miso. 
exactly they were the only people uh, you know who accepted him in a way right after he got out of jury and and then he wanted to live a normal life with them so he found those relationships and he wanted to he was cherishing them and and he knew that these are his people they trust him he wanted to uphold that trust on his end right and that is why i think he gets emotional also because even after his fight and all when he comes to unja unja offers her food offers him food right and again you know food being a big thing that connects people yeah. emotionally as well uh, so uh, in a way in korean culture food signifies love right so feeding someone is basically you are you love them you trust them so that is again a beautiful uh, and uh, emotional and jung hyun crying uh, makes you <laughs> just so so uh, you know i also cry with him but yeah it was a big scene and yeah yeah so uh, after uh, this scene he goes back home and uh, here he thinks that now he's going to confront uh, miso and make things uh, all right or clear the misunderstanding at least and he goes to find that she's left and uh, and uh, he thinks that you know she will come around sometime but then he goes inside the house and uh, realizes that right. uh, yeah. she has left for good uh, the viewers are made aware that now uh, miso has left for good and again this guy he has the bruises all over his face and all of that but he still takes some time uh, to sort of uh, uh, get back into the routine now it ha- it so happens that he goes back to his workplace and uh, miso has uh, has taken a leave of absence from her workplace which is not usual right uh, and then he tries to uh, find her it's not he's not able to do that uh, there is this boss uh that me so oh, yes right oh yes who's all i don't like him sort of you know, <laughs> i don't like him at all <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's kind of okay I, it's borderline creepy because uh, he he is miso's boss at work and uh, but he always tries to tries to ca- uh, casually flirt with her uh, you know throughout yeah, yeah, this yeah. uh, timeline yeah. but it's like uh, it, it isn't like very like uh, he isn't very persuasive of uh you know asking her out but it's, it's just like subtle like yeah, very yeah. casual flirting but we all know that he has an interest uh, some sort yeah he's of interested in for, yeah he's hitting on her yeah, sort yeah. Of. so uh what happens is uh, he is renting out that place to the videography team that uh, you know works at uh, works with so uh, he asks them that uh, you know what we you would have to move out of this place uh, because uh you know there are some new tenants or something like that is happening so basically they have to move out and find a new place and it and this is no in no way related to miso and uh, you know this is like just another independent event happening in the movie which is sort of kind of uh, bringing these two uh, uh, star crossed lovers apart so he uh, goes to just check up on his tenants once and there is this glass, glass ceiling, ceiling yeah, that yeah, that yeah. and this cutie hunwoo what he has done is he's uh, taken uh, miso's picture and he's put it on the top uh, ceiling right and and it's like such an unconventional place to put up your uh, lover or your partner's photo but you know uh, it is but it is still so significant and so beautiful again i i've been kept 
I I'm saying beautiful a lot. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. The story is just like that. In fact, there's so, a. It's like uh, so the significance of this is uh, so basically the significance of this uh, uh you know uh act of sticking her photo on the ceiling is that while he is so busy at work and whenever he takes a break, he uh, you know uh you know throws himself back on the chair and he looks up while stretching. He always needs to see her face, and it is in fact, wow, yeah, so in fact, cute. there's a scene right that he we see that he's chilling in his chair and he has his hands up and you know and he's looking towards the room. So on the glass ceiling, we see that we have uh, Miso's uh, picture stuck, and and it's such an adorable scene and like the expressions on Juno's face, they are like so endearing, like again very adorable, like like seriously. and uh, so this is something uh, which is like established like you kind of have to notice this yeah. but the, the landlord who is miso's boss he kind of comes and yeah he kinds of comes and notices that this guy has uh, his love interests photo put up there and uh, for some reason uh, he just notices and walks away all right and now it is the last day where uh, his entire like hunus uh, uh, team has moved out of the place but he suddenly remembers that yes. he has to pay, collect that picture so he yeah. runs to the workplace and he requests the boss the landlord to let him inside so he says like uh, you know what dude you please come back later because i am like really busy with something and all of that but then uh, before he leaves uh, the boss kind of stops and tells yeah. him that you should let her go now yeah right and then he he kind of gives a very cryptic sort of and dialogue exchange between Hunu and the boss saying that you know what you let her go now he, i don't think he, she so, you guys so are so there's a dialogue exchange where Hunu sort of uh, says that i don't like you and he says that but i like you yeah. uh, you are very serious type and very brooding uh, and very gloomy in fact uh, miso also like that and that is why yeah and that is why i think Misho's i should bright, like lighten up yeah. her and brighten up her life and uh, you both should not be together you should just let her go i i'll take care of her uh, you know he he is very he is very authoritatively trying to you know in a way he tells him that now miso is with him yeah like back off and, and that is when and yeah back off yeah and that is when and he's in the car he's sitting in the car and we see that you know is standing outside and that is when you know that click happens in his mind and he realizes that uh, oh you know what is happening and she might and actually then he asks her that move on and yeah she might with... actually be with him yeah yeah so he asks her can i uh, can i see miso uh, if uh, i follow you no no he says that so can i see like, miso he says uh, no she is yeah. here in the office uh, i mean she drink clock yeah. today so uh, another background is that uh, her boss is offering miso a new project and this project involves the same bakery that she used to work at i mean her mother's bakery and apparently the boss has taken up that space for a new business of his and he has entrusted miso with this new project and she's like uh, you know super excited about it because it has that nostalgic element and that sentiment uh, towards the familiar place so uh, and now this boss kind of goes to uh, goes on his way uh, to meet miso but hunwo realizes that since they have had this exchange uh he very well knows that this boss is going to go drive and yeah. drive to miso and meet her 
so what this poor boy does run he runs oh god and that the car and and he runs like uh, behind the car like his oh, life yeah. depends on it right just like and it's not even a small chota mota yeah. running scene it's like I I'm sure that even he ran so much. Oh my God! He's run like kilometers. <laughs> yeah, and 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 again, it's a very big and pivotal moment because he's running after the car, and we see that he's driving, and then we see that uh, that boss drives still Miso, and Miso gets in the car, and then he he cries mm-hmm. out, and you know he's shouting Miso, and then he stops off. He's driving again. Like after Miso sits in the car, they're again driving, right? So it's again yes. like he's running, running, running. There's always that distance. Yeah, 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 and then then and, and it's. and we see that miso uh, miso knows that huno is running behind them and miso is uh, overcome with a lot of emotion and she's trying to stop her tears but she's about to cry and she's about to burst and then uh, they stop the car and she comes out and then she tells that you know don't run you'll fall you'll get hurt even then yeah. she says don't run stop you'll fall and you'll get hurt so So she is trying to take care of him, even in that. But extent, she also implies that this is over. It's Don't over. Even yeah, it's over. This is not going to work. Yeah, yeah, it's over. Yeah. And 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 on that point, I was crying. <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> I had tears in my eyes, and also for a fact that okay, that there is so the expressions like both that Miso wanted to be with him, she gave also, him the chance, but he he ruined yeah. that chance, and she, him. He's trying so hard, and now he's not sad that he's not with me. So now he's sad that she might move on with the better guy. Yeah. And he sees that, you know, he's also so another important moment that I forgot to mention. It is the first time in the entire movie when he confesses and he says, "I love you." I love you. At that time, yeah. And <laughs> she says that you never said I love and you to me before. Yeah, and she does not respond back. She does not say it back. Yes, right. Yes. So, and this is the first time in the entire uh, movie that he confesses using the conventional "I love you." Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. it's uh, quite tragic. It's quite tragic. It's, it's tragic. Then, yeah. It is done for, right? Like the story. Also, I really thought that the movie is going to have a sad ending. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this is the sad ending that everybody has been uh, brooding in their reviews about because, uh, yes, you know. Uh, but this is not the end. Please yes. guys, because yeah. don't stop watching it. <laughs> because actually, at this point, the mo- uh, the movie duration that is left is very less. So we all think that it is probably the end. Barely, like, like four, five minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. we thought it is going to be ending, ending credits. Yeah, but then you so, realize that that's not where it ends, and uh, and then we see uh, again after some time. So that's like the last part of the time duration and the time shift that they are trying to show. We see that uh, it. Again, a new era in their life. Two three months and, later. Yeah, two three months later, and uh, video uh, video shows have now started, and you know new, the the radio. So during this entire time, the radio show has been running. That uh, that uh, you yours show is broadcasted every day, and and their team now wants a video broadcasting of the that show. So so that during the time you yours. Uh, you know talks about uh, uh, the messages and then he starts with the song program he's recorded a video recording of his uh, has to be done and and we see that uh, you know is the videographer who is supposed to record the first episode of uh, yours uh, you know video show and uh, and then we see that he's setting up the camera and he's in the radio station right and and it's a normal morning 
uh, and uh, we see that miso is sitting in her office miso as she does uh, you know routine uh, in her routine she listens to that show so she is uh, tuning into that show and then we see that uh, you you'll ask you know that uh, because uh, it's the first day does he want anyone special that he misses uh, anyone's name that he wants him to speak on air right and so uh, basically the rj is collecting yeah. some random names okay yeah That's some random names yeah this show and he asks yeah. for a name suggestion and he this guy yeah. says uh, him miss yeah and it's again and it's uh, like for to be noted it's again a new beginning right it's a new yeah. era because uh, video show is about to happen for the first time and and then we see that uh, uh, our main lead miso tunes into the show and and she listens her own name being said by you know you yol and then we see that she's running and she again you know and takes a leap so basically it it flashes to her because uh, yeah. okay so again a small call back into the story uh when while this radio show is happening because this is such an integral part to the entire plot while this radio show is happening in uh at one point uh, misu's friend who works at the radio station says that uh, calls her to the radio station right to the uyol's uh, show and for the time to visit this for the first time yeah. and Miso being Miso, like she's like such a naive girl. So she goes there and she sees that the radio station is like a closed room, and she sits there, and the recording is happening. But she is sitting on the other side of the recording room, and she's like such an innocent baby girl, right? She she uh she thinks that whatever noise she makes or anything would get recorded in the radio. So she tries to be as silent as possible she makes sure that she doesn't move she's sitting like a statue and all of that and uh, you know her friend has a small laugh i mean this is not how it works you can like chill around her sort of a thing and then she tells the uh, her friend one line that you know what i used to whenever i used to listen to yuyol's show he's so bright and energetic i used to always think that he is he is sitting and looking uh, across the town like Uh, exactly yeah open window but i never yeah. thought that the recording room would be so dark so and you told that yeah and so close and then she told that this is our recording room that and yeah. now shift to the uh, present time now present yeah. time as in present time in the story uh, yeah yuyol has got a new office <laughs> recording room where he has like a huge window and he is actually looking outside the window and Uh, and he can see the trees and the city yeah yes the light yes, actually like that such, such a significant change ha huh? yeah, yeah and yeah. Uh, so the while uh, her friend is asking for recommendations you know what the show is going to go from like uh, from just being a radio show to like a video radio show so we need some videographers and that is when miso has recommended hyun uh, yeah. you know, for this role. she was the one so, so she was the one who recommended him for the videographer uh, job ियर एंड द एंटायर गिटार पीस ऑफ दैट सॉन्ग 
oh my god it is so so uh, lovely and that build up to where she's running 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 and then yes and, and then there, she, is, there she, is this yeah <laughs> and then she comes lights will guide you home exactly you so, home. so it's and then then like yeah it's in a way as if as if the song was written for this movie and then she comes Beautiful. across and then and then then they she comes across and she's running and then she finally reaches that place and uh, and we see that you know is just wrapping up his camera and there's a glass wall behind which he's standing and he's wrapping up his camera he's just stacking his bag just wrapping and then huh? he sees yeah and then he sees that uh, on the other side of the glass wall is uh, miso and miso waves waves at him frantically and she's like you know thumbs up uh, she's she's actually congratulating him on the good job that he's done and he takes out his camera and clicks a picture <laughs> because and he realizes that she's come for him Right. and it is such a beautiful picture he clicks of of a very raw very candid smile of miso exactly. and the look in her eyes uh, when she looks at him he's captured that moment and with this postcard image of miso clicked by hyunwoo the movie ends so we know oh, that yes. in the end they end up getting together and six you plays in the background do so it's so that ultimately they in a way they fix each other oh god it it's is, a it is beautifully uh, done ending and i just can't and <laughs> the amount of uh, tears that came out of my uh, of my eyes when they actually you know when she lets him go and then when she comes back oh god yeah that's so that in in the span of uh, 5 10 minutes. minutes yeah 10 minutes yeah yeah minutes. so in 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 such a little span of time i have got tears in my eyes feeling uh, sad and heartbroken for these lovers and immediately after that at the end happy of the time gap there was happy tears happy <laughs> emotional tears <laughs> like this is such good filmmaking like storytelling yeah, yeah. more like such yeah. good storytelling right and so, they hit it uh, on the nail actually with you know taking six few uh, in the end uh, yes. i mean i don't know uh, what they might have thought while actually putting that song at that time but it was absolutely a genius move because uh, again coldplay and that song is such a universal hit that even yes. people who are not korean and watching that movie will you know appreciate that moment that yeah, you the, know that the huge moment premise, in the, the premise of fix you the song in itself fits so well with the premise of this entire one and a half hour movie exactly you feel exactly. like everything is coming together you know very organically and naturally so that's really yeah. beautiful but this this movie left me feeling very full like uh it it in a very long time i watched a very simple rom-com movie without too much drama it was just there weren't exaggerated emotions there were just like very real things and uh, i mean um, so uh, again relating it to the indian landscape mossam is a uh, indian movie that was made by pankaj kapoor and you know had shahid kapoor and sunam kapoor playing the re- lead roles again uh, a love affair spanning uh, almost a decade and you know where uh, they try to uh, reach out to each other and like a story of timings and mis timings in a way uh, where they try to come together but are split apart right so a similar movie and it is a very long movie also uh, but yeah. and and both of them have good chemistry in the movie but the movie did not uh, it was not that relatable or it did not uh, the amount of 
romance or love that tune in for love or the emotion that it you know evoked in us at least for me as a viewer who's watched both the movies it did not a uh, mosam did not hit that hard you know to me so i think it's also about uh, the visual cues the nostalgia bit how authentic uh, the movie makers have tried to keep the story right and small yeah. moments not very exaggeratingly dramatic moments but small moments and and things that could actually happen so i mean i can totally imagine that someone might forget the password it might happen i mean it is seriously stupid when we think about it right now but in that era it could have been a big thing right so miscommunication yeah. and this story of timing uh, and also beautifully one uh, thing captured. i want to uh, add here is that if you notice uh, the duration the time span of this entire story is like a decade 10 years right yes and yes. Uh, every time at least until the third time that they met again uh they did not have third or was it fourth fourth time so yeah. when they met again and they got into a relationship uh the, quite some time had passed right some uh, seven eight years to had easily passed right so in all this time the liking mutual liking had started and they still went on with their own life like they had br- briefly met and the duration of separation was longer in the past 7 8 years but there was uh, i mean what i want to say is they were so patient with the entire process they did not know that there is something cooking also they just knew that they like each other and there was uh, also there was no like external third uh, external factor of another relationship happening you know uh miso was also not uh, actively dating other people and neither yeah, was, yeah. so uh, i understand what you're trying so to say i tell was... you ha so hmm. uh, so basically uh, so miso was not dating other people neither was hyunwoo uh, dating other uh, people so this only shows and this kind of uh, is uh, shown in that dialogue that you were mentioning that you know he wants only few things in life and one of the few things is uh, miso so right. for them living a stable life for both of them living a stable life was the main priority for right. them nothing else mattered it is only that when uh, you know they were with each other things felt right and they wanted to have a partner or a significant other right so there was no that uh, a thing that having a relation should be uh, is a, a thing on checklist to check it off sort of they were just together because it felt right so that that is something i felt very beautiful i mean also they they did have like the, they were they were more apart right so they did have the option of you know probably uh, pursuing someone else both of them yeah and there was and there But, was no uh, you know emotional anchor uh, that was yeah, yeah. kind of pulling them together also it was not even like yeah. if not him then nobody else nothing like that i mean i yeah. cannot imagine something like that in a uh, if the story was set in a present day premise because totally. everybody is so restless so impatient that if even if there uh, you know can you imagine like a long distance story even uh, story uh, people would have thought ki okay the maybe the other person is not interested no like you know yeah, it is yeah. me who's trying so hard so yeah. it it was just very uh, i mean that also played a very important role in the plot that you know they were not distracted by other things they just wanted a stable life 
एंड इट वुड बी नाइस इफ ही और शी इज द पार्टनर विथ ईच अदर सॉर्ट ऑफ उटेंटिकोटे that is probably uh, the epitome of romance uh, uh, as we yes. call it like a classic uh, example of old school romance is romance really. and slow burn and you know patience and all the virtues that are very hard to find in uh, modern day era in fact uh, i was uh, i i spoke to you about this on a phone call recently that uh, there are so like there is such a lack of movies nowadays that uh, depict pure romance and mm-hmm. an authentic couple right so yes. it's very hard to find that even in bollywood which there uh, you know indian cinema is typically known for uh, romcoms or you know romances we we, are, we don't find movies that portray good love stories nowadays i mean at least i have not found Except and uh, happy endings or you know yeah or even like I genuine think. relationships like it's it's kind of hard to find these days probably we are all uh making I like all the movie three days now moon that i am i am still not able to find a <laughs> an answer <wrong. laughs> answer to your yeah. question as to which was like uh you know a feel good romantic story or a romantic in movie. the recent past yeah in, in the recent past that i could like you know go back to if i'm feeling low also uh, this is maybe tune in for love came out in 2019 So, uh, although Had I had known really... about this movie back then, I would have not remembered. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> But yeah, we have not had such, such you know, uh, relationship being portrayed. But yeah, so this was a beautiful movie. We have spoken the word beautiful so many times. But yeah, I think it probably captures the emotion of the movie. And uh, I would really like to see Jung Hae Kim Goon again, and I am sure that their chemistry uh, was so well appreciated by both the fans of Jung Hae and Kim Goon that uh, they they raved over the uh, movie and what, probably want them to be casted in a drama together next. So that is one thing that also we can look forward to. But yeah, uh, great writing, uh, great cin- cinematography, uh, the aesthetics, all of that was also yeah, pretty, uh, you know, uh, very nice. Yeah, yeah, and I think uh, I would really like our listeners to uh, hit us up with more movie recommendations which they have, uh, which are probably on similar lines with *Children for Love* or any uh, stories which are which get which genuinely capture that nostalgia so well. So because uh, we do have a lot of dramas and shows that capture nostalgia, but they have to be really accurate. So uh, we would love feedback from our listeners. Uh, and uh, what they thought of the movie, anything that uh, was uh, you know captured in the movie that we did not uh, spoke about, or we tried to you know tell the entire story. Uh, but yeah, uh, we would love some feedback. And uh, I think uh, that's how, that's where we can wrap this up. Yes. Lights will guide you home. Ah uh-huh.